point guards in the in the NBA have normal names. They right. really do. Beancast time. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the official NBA Beancast. Episode two. We're making it. That's two more episodes than we ever thought we'd re reach before. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing it. It's fun. Even if yeah. we have 15 viewers this time. One yeah, and last it's, time. Always, it's always hard to find a location, but we always get it done. <laughs> That's right. Um, you do not know how much, how many times I'd say, hey, this would be a great conversation for a podcast before we actually got this yeah, done. Yeah, passive aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> and even better for a bean cast. Yeah. There we go. Right. Yes. Unfortunately, we don't have Jinx today. He is in the great Kobe. Kobe and Kobe. He's inside Kobe. That's but we've right. still got Karan and... Bill. Here. With Brad's here. Great there we go. Um, PB Rad. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Australia ha- Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day. What a great day for basketball that I think was. that's coming up. So, I mean, is it, is it done or is it coming? It's done, dude. Cool. That, like 14, t- 14 games on the same day? Damn. Right, you missed well, that? Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what It was the day is. Boston finally... Like, come ah, on. there we go. Yeah, come yeah, yeah. On. I don't know it was Martin Luther King Day, all right? <laughs> I'm not American. <laughs> I don't care what day it is. Just give us some damn basketball. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't care what day it is. I just care that Kemba beat LeBron. <laughs> For the first time. We, we'll get to that and much more One today. and 28. Almost as good as Harden from the field. Yeah, we will get to all of that uh, and much more We're definitely today. discussing James Harden today. You know um, boy. But we are starting with uh, something that we did start talking about last week. Zion Williamson finally had his NBA debut. He played one more game after that as well. And can I just say this, Bill? You na- almost pretty much nailed the stat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think you're a bucket and a rebound off. Yeah, one bucket short, one rebound. To be honest, though, I like it was completely different to what I thought would happen. Um, I, I really thought that like the Pels were going to go out there and be like, we're, we're putting this guy on display. Like, we have Zion. This this is who he is. We're just going to let him... <clears throat> and I thought, personally, like, himself would try and... Would, like, go out there and try... try and become and, the man. Yeah, and, and, like, try and, like, from the get-go, <laughs> be like, I'm, I'm putting up 20 and 10. Like, and I, I think the best thing was that it just happened. Like, he didn't force it. He wasn't, like, he wasn't stealing rebounds. I mean, the crowd forced it. He played within the flow, the flow of the offense. Yeah, and, and we, we thought this would happen. I, I mean, I thought this would happen, like, as the season goes, not instantly. And to me, that was the best thing, was he, he was accommodating everybody else. Like, he was setting screens. He was, he was happy to, like, to move to the, like, like the far the wing. first and just chuck yeah. it back out again. Yeah. That's right. Like, like we, we know he's a, good, he's a good decision maker, but, like, his passing was really good. Um, he, like, he didn't stat pad at all. Um, I thought it was just really good to see him accommodate everyone else as opposed to, you know, let everyone accommodate him. I wouldn't say necessarily accommodate everyone else. I think it's more that he just plays in a way that's conducive to having good teammates that can also play well. Obviously, there's going to be a bit of teething issues considering this is his first two games and he obviously needs a bit more of the ball than someone like Josh Hart. Well, you want him for example. Ball, you want, exactly. You want to get exactly. Ball. So they're, they're going to have to figure out how to play with him. Zion's going to have to figure out how to play with such a good team. But I think this is a great start. Oh, Among- yeah. Like, among debuts, what would you rank it? I mean... Best the, I've seen. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think even even going back, like, if you consider... Like, obviously, it's not the best debut ever because you've got even, like, Michael Carter-Williams, for oh, God's oh, sake. Oh, bro. George Mike and... Yeah. Who knows yeah. what, who like, knows what like stats the, he was putting yeah, up? Yeah, no. Like, Will Chamberlain probably had, like, 80 points or something. Who knows? But, like, <laughs> but, like just, like, considering, like, minutes played and usage, like... 
It's easily the best I've seen. It's the best, easily the best I've seen as well. Again, it, it it's it's the best uh, best ever like debut given the situation. Like he came in like if you if you look, take another player like Luca or you know Michael yeah, Carter Williams, I, no, I agree. Fully they, healthy they, going yeah, going in. Yeah, 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 but like he basically came into a system that was over like already set and also getting better. The Pelicans were on a run on a streak, and he came into that system and he's still producing like. Given all of those factors, that was an amazing debut. All right, I'll say one thing, though. I don't agree that considering the circumstances, this was the best debut ever. I'm sorry I got to do this, but we got to mention LeBron here. This dude came straight out of high school with the, true, hype, yeah. with the yeah. hype that was on him. Everyone was pegging this dude as the next Michael Jordan, the chosen where He got that tattered on his back. This dude comes no in problem. and he has an incredible <laughs> debut. I, I think that, considering the circumstances, that's probably the greatest debut ever. But in terms of like the numbers and all that sort of stuff, yeah, you can't really compare the two. Zion had a much better debut, I, at yeah, least numbers yeah. wise. Yeah. Um, I I think as well he he was better in the second game. Like his stats weren't better, but like watching, like as Prad said um, the other day, he he was definitely like more consistent like across across the game. Like obviously the first game he came in and he was he wasn't like all over the shot, but I think he was just like he clearly wasn't himself. Like he hadn't played an actual game in a fair while. He was ego. Yeah, like he, he had a fair few turnovers to start the game, like a couple of charges, a few like errant passes and and such. And obviously like didn't like everyone like I don't know about you guys, but like I was just genuinely like that that first play when they they ran the lob for him. Like I knew it was coming, but it was like you wanted him to make it but in the second game like it just happened like he got that lob he, he got the like the easy the, I think a yeah. little bit of that is just adjusting to the fact that defenders in the NBA are so much faster and so much more athletic than they are in college yeah so yeah. like the lanes where if you fake one way and then you go the other way an NBA defender might be able to get in front of you yeah, whereas yeah. in college they're gone well, he was he's, just, he's just jumping good. over the, uh, every other guy yeah, in college just, no, yeah no and that's right and and the pleasing thing to see as well through these first two games like for me for, for Zion it hasn't been like his power and explosiveness. Like we we know he's got that. Like he can jump over his people. His explosiveness has all that. <laughs> <laughs> but like his finishing and his touch has been really good. Like either hand, like he. I mean, I know he was like three feet away, but he had like that left left-handed um, like little fadeaway. Like body control. Shout out to body up. control and the way he gets back up every single time. Oh, he's he's. He's explosive. so fast on that second leap. Yeah, I mean, one of the fastest second leaps I've seen. Oh yeah, it's like and it's huge. <laughs> like <laughs> like he just jumps back up and his head's like, hitting the rim already. Dunk it on like a twelve foot ring. That second <laughs> it's, jump. It's like Dwight's or um Javale McGee's. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out Javale. Javale underrated athletic specimen. Man. I mean, no, he's athletic as hell. As multiple Shackton of the Year winner. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, De Derek Jones Jr. as well. That that dude's got a crazy. Oh, second actually, league. yeah. How can we forget? I really hope he wins the dunk contest because <laughs> I I don't think I've ever seen a guy like like Donovan Mitchell hangs in the air, but like Derek Jones Jr. like he glides like in the air. Like, he like, does. Looks like he's flying. Yeah, like he's unbelievable. But uh, getting back to topic. Uh... <laughs> We, we go off track fairly often. We'll try and keep it on track we'll for a bit back. longer today. We'll circle back. Um, we do have to talk about the fact that, like, obviously, you know, he's getting back into the system. He's, you know, not complete. Like, they want to be safe with him. He's completely healthy. They want to be safe with him, so they're playing in five-minute spurts. But, yeah, exactly. And, you know, when he is playing, the team and him both insane. You know, his plus-minus just obviously shows that. But you look at how those five-minute spurts are impacting the other players. You look at Drew Holiday 
inefficient in both of his games. Four, and, four of 11 the first game, five of 17 mm. the second game. And it's even worse for Brandon Ingram. I mean, he scored, you know, he scored 22 points, but on 22 shots, and he made six of those. Yeah. Um, almost sounding like James Harden. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's the second, same thing on the second game. He was he scored 13 points on 11 attempted field goals, and he made three of them. Yeah, of course there's going to be some teething issues, especially with, like I said, another guy who's going to take a bit more of the ball than someone like we, Josh Hart. Yeah, we have but, to remember that they are all young. Exactly. Well. Mm. There's going to be a bit of a betting in with someone like Zion, especially considering his mentality and the fact that, yes, he does need the ball. But the Pelicans are definitely going to be a better team with him than without him. Yeah, no no doubt there. Um, like, they're going to be really good. I, I think, like, uh, stay patient with Zion, like... It's good to get these these um, minutes in swim now. I think I think it will really help next year. I think there's Jinx, no real pressure. There's no, no expectations. Yeah. Just I let him play. Yeah, like Jinx touched on it last week as well. Like it, it sort of just fast tracks them. Like not another year, but just in terms of like what this team's gonna need going forward. Like obviously your three main pieces. Like like obviously Drew Holiday still like a really elite point guard, but he's obviously not gonna be there in the championship window. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Lonzo Ingram and um, Zion. But like these next like thirty odd games that Zion gets to play um, alongside those two boys will really show the pals like what are the other pieces that we're gonna need to to make this team like unbelievably good and obviously a title contender sooner than later. Probably is a bit late for him to win Rookie of the Year as well because oh, Ja, ja Morant's been incredible. We love Ja, but yeah, we do. But I would I definitely take Zion over Ja long term just because. The NBA has shown that it's really hard to build around a point guard. Yeah. Th- they just yeah. need a lot more support well, uh, than yeah, someone like Zion. Yeah, especially today. Like, it, uh, like as far back as you can remember. Like, like obviously, there's been Steph Harden and Russ. <laughs> but, like, you, like, every team's best player, like, in the finals has been, like, a forward. And I think... But, I mean... He, like, except it, Steph. Well, well, Steph's no, an anomaly. We, Go, like, yeah, going to a point yeah. even. I mean, like, you said James Harden. He's never been successful. Well, I Russell Westbrook's had three successful first round exits. Well, I disagree because, like, you have to remember what we, we said LeBron's been successful because he's made the finals. Harden only lost to the same teams as him as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, yeah. And, the, and, the thing and they James challenged Harden, them more as well. Da, the Rockets Even probably gave him a hard. They gave him a way harder on than the Cavs well, did. They should have won. <laughs> like, but yeah, I think, yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, you do need a forward, but. Like, Jars, he's really good. And I think that the Grizzlies won't really have many problems in terms of assembling a team because they've already got the team oh, yeah. mm. in five years' time. Mm. Um, like, they, they definitely have their... Brandon the Clark, Jar Moran. The young assets, yeah. Well, even Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson. Jonas um, isn't that old. Well, no, but he, he could be valuable in a, in another trade. I mean, imagine... Yeah. Like, no. It's a playoff team. Yeah. Well, they're going to be, hopefully. They're, they're, they're still in the playoff seating. They would be the eighth seed right now. Um, but yeah, in terms of Zion over Jar, I agree. Just because I, I think to win in the league... Like, it's so, everyone forgets how hard it is to win a championship because Golden State just made it look so easy for, like, you know, the last few years. But, like... You need a huge ceiling. Like, and I think that everyone can agree. Like, Jar might have a a more consistent, probably not a better career, but like a more consistent career than Zion. Possible, but, yeah. Yeah, but but I think Zion's ceiling, like, who knows? Oh, where yeah. does it end? I don't, I, don't, like, I don't just think it's about a ceiling as well. Like, even, it's just really, really hard to win with a point guard as your best player. Yeah, because... Uh, 
But why though? Like it's. I think it's because of size. I think that's like in, essentially in what it comes down to. Yeah. In the playoffs, when defenses clamp, like even Steph's found this difficult. He's had KD and Clay to help out. But yeah, it's just with size. Like when defenses yeah. well, are allowed to get do? away yeah. with a when, bit yeah. more, there's yeah. And when it, they're five inches to... taller, like exactly. you literally just can't do anything. But I mean, John Morant has like. Oh, it's not like you literally can't. Like it's hard. It's this a guy's lot like, harder this than guys like Steph. Oh, guys like Gary Shot Rose, off, yeah. but it's 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 clearly affected. Yeah. Um, no, but I, well, I, I'm I'm kind of gonna disagree there in the sense that I reckon no, Zion will be amazing for you know the next maybe seven years. You know, Blake Griffin style probably, but obviously he's gonna be better. Um, seven years. Blake Griffin was a good player, man. He was, and he still is a good player at least. Is when he alive? Yeah, is when he, he, yeah, when he's he, alive. Is he walking currently? <laughs> I don't but, know. Like, given the way that Jamar, like, I, I am worried about Jamar around the way he jumps, and I mean, he lands safely. Hey, hey, but hey, he I, puts I, his, he does not. Bro, he have... literally jumps over people. Who's he landing on? He's <laughs> over them. Like, hey, I, I, I disagree with that. Just because, yeah, he does land well. He I does, don't like the concerns yeah, are overblown. But, yeah, yeah, you but, have but to remember given that. Those, given those things, I think he's going like he's going to you know be like. They're probably going to be similar in terms of, you know, where you rank them for the next maybe two years or so. Well, they'd, they'll be joined at the hip, like Luca yeah. and um, Trey. Yeah. But then I reckon after Table those four. seven years are up, I reckon after those seven years are up, I'm going to have Jal Morant over Zion for the next, you know, eight, really? and ten, eight years more. So what you reckon is Jar's game is probably going to age better than yeah, Zion. Yeah, so that, that, That's 100%. fair, because Jar's very cerebral you, player. Yeah, but... He's a... I could see him transitioning I into agree. a kind of... I agree and disagree. I agree because, like, Jar's game translates so, so well to the league today. But as you said before, like, nobody has seen a thing like Zion. Yes. And and that X factor, like, you... you There is no amount of money in the world that can, like, get you that. Like, and that's what you need. Like, you need... Like, and the New Orleans Pelicans need that. They need to get butts oh, in seats, Well, they man. will now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, but, like... They're on prime time now because of Zion. You oh, have yeah. to remember as well, like... Like, why LeBron's been so good is, like, his health. Like, he's never... Re- like, I mean, he had the groin thing last year, but before that... Like, he was, like, 34 years no, old. No, yeah, yeah, no. But, like, how much money is he spending on his health every year? Like, it's ridiculous. He treats his body like... No, what, but that's what I mean. A temple. Yeah, yeah but yeah. What, what's a million dollars to a hundred million? <laughs> no, no, that that's what, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, Zion's got this, sh- this shoe deal already, 90 million. Like, if he does similar... Like even remotely similar, I think you'll see him cut down on his weight. Like I think he can he can play healthy. I think maybe two fifty, two sixty. Um, and obviously if he's if he's running the same like health regime as LeBron, like you know professional chef, uh, recovery, yada yada yada. I, I think sleep. any I think, NBA player that wants to reach that level oh, has yeah. to do that. Yeah, and I think like but the thing is as well, you've got to remember if you're a young rookie, like you need you're getting like two mil a year. But yes. this guy's he's it's getting like <laughs> like bro, he's just got a hundred million dollars coming out of college. Like he's eighteen, like yeah, just nineteen. Yourself. Like yeah, I think if he does that, I think I think he'll be fine in terms of his this whole uh, dilemma everyone's having with his weight and all oh, Kenny's he, knees and he's such a handle. Big, though, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Just quickly, but before we move <laughs> on, what really annoyed me about his debut was JPG and Jackson on the commentary. Like, this guy, this is the most anticipated debut in, like, 20 years. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> let him play, man. Like, yeah, everybody... 15, but yeah, continue. Yeah, 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 or 2003, what are we, 2020, close. Yeah. But, like, let this guy play, man. He's been in the league for 10 minutes. Like, everybody knows he could lose some weight. Like, shut up. <laughs> Enough. Right, let's move on. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, um, moving on. We're going to have to look at 
um, Stephen Curry. He's been out since uh, game four of the season with a left a left hand fracture, but uh, he's slated for a return on March first against the Washington Wizards. Yeah, uh-huh. see, with the Warriors, I so I think that all the young players they could definitely benefit from playing with Steph Curry. He's the most unselfish superstar that at least I can remember. Yeah, he's unbelievable, and I feel like that sort of attitude is infectious. Where he's one of the guys that sets the culture for a team, right? He comes in, he's willing to sacrifice anything to get a ring. He's been yeah. watching, like, there's there's some players who, you know, you, you notice this thing from the start, but there's some players, Kyrie, for example, he might be injured, he won't actually be at the game. Yeah. And Steph has yeah, been yeah. every Celtic single fan. game. Yeah. He missed, Kyrie like, missed a playoff game. Yeah, he missed, yeah, what the hell? He missed a game seven against the Cavs. Yeah, but me and Cavs were talking about it the other night, but, like, how many superstars are there that you could honestly say will, like, cater to everyone? Like, there, there's nobody in the league who's happy to sacrifice more than Steph. Like, the the thing that, like, the best thing I've ever seen was when Clay broke Steph's three-point record. Like, how Steph many, is feeding him everything. Steph, every was, Steph was, like, happier and more hyped than Clay. And Clay's like, yeah, I, I you know... Yeah, that, that's just Clay, though, man. I'm, I'm Clay Thompson, you know. But, but, like, Steph was, like, he was doing everything he could for that. <laughs> and, and people forget that. Like, he, he did everything for the Warriors in terms of, like... Like, Clay didn't sacrifice anything. Draymond didn't. He, Steph was the sole guy who was like, no, like, if, if KD's here, like, I'm... Um, you know, I don't have to score. He probably could have, you know, 30-plus... Yeah, exactly. For, for three years. And he, he was happy to be like, yeah, I'll get 25 and we'll win three rings every day of the week. Yeah, and that that attitude is infectious. Where, like, the young guys see that. They say, this is what it takes to be great. Yeah. And they internalize it. And I feel like this could set up the Warriors great oh, for the yeah, future. Yeah. But then I feel like also the problem with that is you don't really want to risk Steph getting injured yeah, again for the next that's, season. That's my big thing on and, too. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, this is sort of a lost season already well, in, a, in, in, a, in a way like they're not going to make the playoffs <laughs> if you get a top three pick <laughs> they're, they're not going to yeah exactly I, I think what I would I'd probably just pocket the pick go into next season fully yeah. healthy with the lottery pick Steph Curry Clay Thompson Draymond yeah, Green I, I agree but I mean, there is benefit to him coming back yeah oh no doubt like like obviously the new arena in San Francisco um, like th- they sold out every game before the season but like obviously people you know we're, oh, we're not going to watch Draymond Green, D'Lo, and a bunch of G-Leaguers. Like, we want to see, you know, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Um, like, so obviously that that back will, will really help the franchise and the young guys as well, I think. Like, it, like you're playing in the NBA. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to bang a three at the end of a game and put your team up and, and hear, like, you know, a little clap. Like, like if there's... Yeah, you want that Kyrgios of Melbourne Arena vibe. Yeah, that's right. Shout out Nick Kyrgios into the fourth round of the Australian Open. We love you. But, um... But yeah, and and I think I'm going on what Kaz said. I think I think he'll really open up the game for the for the young guys. Um, like as 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 we all know, like Pascal and Spellman and guys like this. Like it's it's really hard to play in the NBA. I think everyone forgets that. And yeah, these are the best yeah, basketball players in the world. Yeah, and like if you're playing against them, and like you've just come out and you literally have like no. I mean, like D'Lo's been in and out. I think it's been you know it's he's probably unfair to yeah, include yeah. him, but like. Um, but like, and Draymond, like he's really good, but his offense, you know, it's, it's, there's no offense. No. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say there's no offense. I just say he's not an offensive all-star. Yeah. 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 But like, you're not, oh, Draymond's open for three, run to close him out. Oh no, now he can kick it to someone. No, I mean, Draymond's the definition of a guy that raises your ceiling, but he doesn't do much for your floor just because he's not going to drop 25. Yeah. And I, I think that it will really help these, these younger guys because like, it has been a struggle for them. It's. 
it's obvious to everybody. And I think it's just going to make their life 10 times easier. Like, yeah. now there's five sets of eyes on, on Steph, not... It, Exactly that. I mean, else. like, and Steph will find you if you're okay. Oh, he will. He's underrated. The worry, Pasta. like, the, the worries is young guys, you know, Eric Pascal, even, like, the, the guys from, that we just acquired, you know, Marquis Chris, Omari Spellman, they've done the hard part. They've had to learn how to play in the NBA, how to score in the NBA, how to guard in the NBA, all of that. And then they're going to get a guy that makes that, that job, you know, infinitely easier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, it's going to, like, every single player on that team has benefited from this, you know, three-quarter season, half season of not having Steph. When Steph does go, come back, there's probably a third or quarter of the season left. Yeah. It's essentially they all learn, you know, they, they've learned Steve Kerr's but system. But now to and now play, like, like, the Steve right Kerr way. and Stephen Curry's yeah. system. Yeah. It's the, yeah. the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, Steph, will, he'll run off the ball. He, he'll let the players play. Yeah, I, but... I don't think he'll be concerned with, like, oh, I'm playing 20 minutes. I don't think he'll care if he scores, you know, 5 points, 30 points. I think he... He, he never has. No, yeah, and that's what I mean. And that's where it'll be really good for the young guys. Like, he, he, he'll yeah, have... He knows they're not making playoffs. Like, give us a top three pick, whatever. <laughs> like, he's not going to care. And I really hope that the Warriors, like, we saw with KD, like, he clearly wasn't healthy. They arguably forced him to play. Um, oh, the, the speculation. Well, I, don't know I mean, that, obviously, but, yeah. KD would want to play. Like, and he's probably yeah. thinking in his head, no, I'm right to play. I'm right to play, even though, you know, you're probably 50% healthy. <laughs> um, and I just really hope that there's no. Like times where Steph's playing and it's sort of like, oh, the game's kind of close. Like, should we keep him in, sort of thing? Like, right. We saw Zion get pulled. Like, just pull him out. Who cares? Like, if you win 15 games or 20 games, who cares? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Just get the pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's essentially, that's what it boils down to. But but yeah, just bringing him back would be great for the culture. Set the tone for the next season so that you come. Oh yeah, him. and it, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it would, be, it would be like the perfect, but like a much. Like, you know, watered-down version of what happened to Paul George, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Where Paul George, Gordon Hayward, Paul George, well, he he broke his leg during the Team USA scrimmage, yeah, but then he came back. Yikes. He wasn't great, but then when he came back, the next season, he, he was, was amazing. Bang threes. Yeah, Gordon Hayward missed the full season. Took Hayward a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. His, yeah. his really rehab was disturbed as well, but... Yeah, yeah no. and I think he's he's had a few more... Um, and he like, also had a new role in the team, too. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's had a few other injuries unrelated that have sort of... You know, it's it's not easy to, to keep yeah. going once you're He, you're he didn't, out. like... Uh, it, we can talk about that a bit longer, a bit later, but, uh, you know, he didn't really get a chance to properly integrate with the system in Boston. Well, that, yeah. Which well, changed yeah. halfway yeah, while when, he was there. Yeah, when he was healthy, he had to go. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's completely different now, too. All right, anyways, let's... Um, um, moving on. There's, yeah, there's two... Dwight stories in the league right now. Dwight Howard is having a resurgence of his career. Um, but the other Dwight, Dwight Powell, unfortunately went down with a right Achilles rupture. Um, it was nasty. The, you guys yeah, saw the video, right? Yeah, like, it, looked it, like KD's. It looked really like KD's. Did. And I mean, the, the way it slows down the clarity now, it's just, you see the entire leg just shudder. Shudder and you're just like, oh, oh man. I, yeah, I think it's, it's really bad. Like, not just for Dallas. <laughs> a few Achilles this year, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but I think it's bad for the league. I, I really thought, like, genuinely that the Mavs were... Like, like I'm not saying that they could make the finals, but, like, they, they could push... A, Second round, at least. Well, they could have... I feel like, truly, if, if they're firing, like, there's not many better offensive teams. And I, I think that they really could have pushed... I mean, yeah, they're the number one offense. Yeah, well, they, yeah, exactly. One of the best offensive teams in NBA history. Like, I, I think... 
like comfortably, like not comfortably they could be, but comfortably you could say that they, they could challenge Houston, um, Denver. But and then I think obviously you've got the two LA teams, and I think if they're really on that, they could have challenged them. But I think with Powell out, I just think like Willie Cauley Stein, it's a like for a like for a big, but well, like that's li- where it ends. Like for a like for height, but besides that. Corey Stein doesn't really play like Dwight Powell. I feel like Dwight Powell is like a budget Clint Capella. He's but the thing is, Dwight yeah, Powell no, also... yeah, that's I think that's a really good point. Like he, he does a lot of off ball stuff, um, and like he, his stats aren't up. huge, but yeah, like yeah, no, I agree. He, he'll he'll set the screens. He's a really good screen man. There's um, one thing that there. you know, all of these, you know, um, even Willie Cauley Stein, Clint Capella, Javel McGee, even they don't do that. Dwight Powell does. He when he even when he you know actually got injured. The one thing he was doing that none of these guys do is move with the ball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a fairly underrated part of today's game. Like they, they keep. Bell's a good lob man. He's a good lob man, a lob man, but like you get he, he, he can move the ball. Yeah, I agree. An underrated point about today's league is there's this constant conversation of like, oh, there's gonna be like no true center in a few years' time, and then. I feel like you have to just look at a few guys, and there's a few guys around the league. Like you're like, this guy's a big, but like he can move without the ball or with the ball. I mean, um, yeah, like cat. Oh like, my goodness, he's yes. really good. Um, like Nikola Jokic. I mean, he, he's <laughs> he's slow as shit um, and dopey, but like even Joel, like he can run the ball up the floor. Yeah. Um, you like Jokic, obviously, obviously really good. Um, AD prefers the four, but like he's another one. <laughs> and I think yeah, it just gives the the, the true big men hope that like okay, I, I can be seven foot and not just shoot threes. Like I can I can still you know be a, a post up not post up but you know genuine back to the yeah, basket I, lob lob I, guy. I think part of the reason that the post-up game... Well, I, I wouldn't say it's dying, but it's being sort of phased out. One, it's inefficient when you compare it to our um, modern offenses like... Well, yeah, 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 unless you're yeah, exactly. Embiid, yeah. But then it's also... Selective. And also, not a lot of guys Sad. really like playing in the post. Like, there are dudes that do enjoy posting up like Joel Embiid. Yeah. But... Posting up is hard. Like, it hurts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's yeah. painful. Yeah. Not everyone wants to is, do it. There are up. so many bigs that don't want to post up. Like, KG wanted to be listed at a lower height specifically so I wouldn't have to guard guys like yeah. Shaq. Yeah. And no, I feel like I now that it's a more viable play style to play like that, you might not see as many post-ups. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, yeah, I agree. Because t- to me, like, just going back like a few years, posting up, like, it, it sort of, like, it really did sort of clog the inside, I feel. Like, now, if you post up and they double you, it's just a kick-out three. But now it's like, whereas before it'd be like, oh, you kick out maybe three, maybe drive, but then you've probably or still... even before that, yeah, the, just the, take the, long distance too because there was no three point. The old school, Jerry West. the old school, um, the old school Orlando Magic team, not the old old school, but like the Penny ones with and Jack, no, or? no, the ones with Dwight Howard. Oh yeah, yeah, where, yeah, where they'd run more relevant. Yeah, they'd run Dwight Howard and four shooters essentially that that's a good example but that of the works yeah. and, and that's what i'm saying today where but the problem is there's only a few guys who are number one good enough to be able to dominate inside, out of the yeah. post and then number two be a good enough passer and decision maker to do the right thing if you are and when you are doubled yeah you, well, um, you and basically need dwight howard <laughs> exactly making making that decision you know dwight powell could do that Oh, he could. Oh, he could. Like, but he, he wasn't really a threat yeah. like, to score on you. But I get what you mean. Like, yeah. he, he could, you know, once again, he could move with the ball. He could dribble the ball. He could, you know, maybe take a, an extra step and go this way or that way. He could move. He was, you know, a bit more... 
He, he just moved more than any... Like, you look at... Again, he wasn't like, useless with the ball in his hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He had a bit of shame. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, um, Yeah. F- fair point. I, I just... I don't know. I think it's really going to hurt the Mavs. I just don't like their chances as much. I mean, yeah. yeah Willie really Boyce, he's not... Yeah, he's, he's I, not... I think they can still win... One round. What I do you guys think do. of that move in particular? Like just grabbing Willie Cauley's sign as soon as they I could. Say I don't really have a problem with it, just because they didn't give up too much to do it, mm. and yeah. they, they need second round. They need bodies to get sent big man minutes. Man, give me Boban. <laughs> what do you mean? Boban can't even play every game no, though. No, he's tall, just bro. completely lost out there. He it's, is. It's, he's. A, it, it's a good meme, and he's sometimes a good player when he's against Montrez Harrell. <laughs> Um, yeah, but apart- yeah, you're alright. He's good to have on there. But situationally, yeah, like yeah, you need someone who can, you know, um, just give them that vertical spacing when you know Luca does run a pick and roll. They're never going to have like Dwight Powell is. I would 100% take him over Willie Cauley Stein just because he's going to stand on the outside as well. He's going to mm. give you more than one option. Yeah, and I think an underrated thing is that like he, Dwight will like make cuts as well. Yes, so, like, exactly. It, it, yeah. Like to me, like you looking like Willie Cauley Stein as you brought up, like it's more just like the the lob happens. Yes. Whereas I feel like Dwight makes it happen. Mm. If that mm. makes sense to everybody. Um, I mean, like, it's like with Capella. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Capella's brilliant at it. Um, and and I think that's what the Mavs will miss in not having du- Dwight Powell in, instead of. But at the um, same really time, I mean, time. like we, we did mention Boban, but like if if the 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 Mavericks, you know, they've got Maxi Kleber and Kristaps Porzingis. Kristaps has been in and out in and out of the lineup already. Let's say Maxi Kleber also goes down. They literally have no other big man left. So exactly. They so at least needed someone to fill the position. They needed to make this move, and there's not really much else you can do to get the big that I, I do think they did brush it in terms of like there were other players they could have gone after Joakim Noah is still keeping in very good shape now that is a name there's, I did not expect there's, to hear there's some um, there Man. was Joakim Noah though like, underrated they like could have gone they could have probably gone to China as well they could have gotten Maurice Spates Maurice Spates is a genuine... Like, I, I, I had to watch him for, like, several no, seasons. I, yeah, I get what you mean, buddy. Like, they, they, they did rush. They probably didn't it, exhaust all their options, but... Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, they got... They got a cheap somewhat option. Somewhat what they were after. Yeah. 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 And for... Yeah, not much. Um, next thing to talk about I is... Uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break here. Hey Lagrims, just a heads up, the official NBA Beancast is now on Twitter. Follow us at twitter.com slash NBA Beancast. That's twitter.com slash NBA Beancast. You know, the scouts thing, be prepared. (laughs) I was a scout, by the way. Alright, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Um, we have to talk about the next thing that was uh, just announced a couple of days ago. All-Star Starters just came out. Shout um, out Captain Giannis. Captain Giannis, Captain LeBron. Um, Not really much you can argue with the West Starters. I mean, yeah, you've got Luca, yeah, James Harden, Anthony happy. Davis, Kawhi Leonard. I personally don't like Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard there. I particularly don't like Anthony Davis there because I don't like Anthony Davis. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes Anthony Davis. I honestly like James. Likes fans. Yeah. I really have to do say. They, though? Well, I think they do. Come on, man. Jinx is not here, but does he really like him? Yeah, but how representative is Jinx of the average Laker fan? True, he's actually not. We should ask he... Sanjiv. 
Yeah. Um, why, why not? Why do you not like Kawhi and Davis? Okay, so obviously, yeah, I get it. Paul George has missed, you know, basically half the season, probably more. Um, you've got, I guess, not that, not as big. Landry Shamit. Ugh. Um, I love. <laughs> I like Bro, Shammett. Landry Shamit gives you at least forty percent of what Clay Thompson gives you on offense for two million dollars. <laughs> it gives you the same forty percent from three. That's for sure. <laughs> But yeah, all right. Okay. But you look at the rest of that roster. Montrez Harrell, nineteen and seven. Lou Will, you guys love Lou Will. Yeah, Sweet we Lou do. Will. We do. We do. We love Montrez too. Montrez, Shout out Montrez. Montrez should be a uh, six man, but that's a combo for another time. I mean, if you wanted a six man, it will be a whole other conversation. But um, a whole other podcast. You know, those are two very good players. You look at the. Um, not the Denver Nuggets. They've got their one big man who's barely missed any of the season. I don't think he's missed any games at all. Nikola Jokic has obviously look. He does this weird thing where in the first month of the season he like is he's terrible. He you know he, he's just, he just he's, he's an, playing himself into he's shape. An extra <laughs> exactly. <Harry Potter> one. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like um he's the troll. <laughs> he's like the the basketball Wayne Rooney. I don't know if you remember what Wayne Rooney used to do. What is that? Oh, he's a football player, a soccer okay. player, he's right? A, he played for Manchester yeah, United. Man United. Yep. So, striker. as as he got older, he didn't really take care of himself in the off season. Shaq used to do the same thing. Shout right? out, Jim, Jimmy. Got, injured on, got injured on work time, so I'll get better on work time. Exactly also. right. <laughs> oh, that's but fair. yeah, I I feel like Jokic is a bit the same, where he needs a bit of game time to well, get himself into we, shape. Well, we have to remember this dude used to drink the old five liters of coke day, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I mean, some outrageous amount, but like it's. I mean, given surely all, he was pre-diabetic before he's in the NBA, man. I don't know. Look, all but of those things, you know, considered. Are, uh, considered as well. Okay, considered is the right word. The D- Denver Nuggets have, you know, missed Jamal Murray for, you know, mo- not as many games, but over oh, the last wow. year, and you know, a couple of games here and there. Gary Harris for a major part of the season. Underrated. Um, like Paul Gary. Millsap has, you know, been in and out of the lineup, injured very so, often. So, so what you're saying is because Jokic has been playing essentially without. Help. Well, a, a lot of consistent help. help. Well, yeah. the Denver are very, very deep, but but essentially without like like I'd say higher tier help, you you think that Jokic and getting Denver to a decent record, is... decent record is pretty much understating. He's got he's, well, they have been Nuggets for the last three five games behind the Clippers. Okay, but but so what you're saying is that because Jokic has been performing, you know, exceptionally well without, you know, we'll, we'll call it a bunch of decent level talent. Um, that he's more deserving over AD and or Kawhi. Yes, that's my point. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't Look, know. I will because... say this, Kawhi Leonard chose the perfect time to, to decide to be a, like, absolute man. I mean, you know, right before the, you know, all-star voting closed down a bit before that as well, he's been averaging something like, th- something crazy like that. I think in January, yeah, is about 30, Jimmy H., Per, oh, per game. It is like no, he he's picked the perfect though. time, but yeah, Nikola Jokic has been an absolute rock, and not more than a rock. He's you know been the entire Denver Nuggets. Right, I I have a question for you then. Beam. If if Anthony Davis wasn't at the Lakers, would he be starting? No, you don't think so. And not, not if no, he wouldn't be because oh. Nikola Jokic would be in his place. See, because I'm. His I, numbers have been still yeah, pretty amazing, I, and I, he's got that name value, which I don't think. I, I think has the yet. only reason he is starting is because he's on the Lakers. No, see the thing because Nikola Jokic has been a better player than Anthony. Okay, Davis but this see, season. this happens all the time, right? Like, um, yeah, for, I, for, I, for example, J- Jason Tatum has been 
t- touted as an all-star a lot more than Chris Middleton has. But Chris Middleton a, should be starting. I, I'm, 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 a, Celtic, I'm a Celtics fan. Take and I reckon, to the grave, man. I'm a Celtics fan, and I definitely think Chris Middleton has been way better than Jason Tatum this season. I yeah, it's it's difficult it's, because there's, at there's the end the market, of the market, there's yeah. the cachet. Yeah. Like Anthony Davis has been a perennial All Star since pretty much he came into the league. Yes, right? and we Jokic have, hasn't been one for as long, so I yeah. feel like obviously that yeah, no. mentality all the players and all the old to get in ahead of Davis, he's going to have to be a lot better than Davis. I think over. A while. The big thing we have to remember is this is a, a showcase game. It's yep. not like if we're talking about making like first team All NBA, Pratty, I'm with you every day of the week. But like <laughs> this, this is an All Star game. Like you have to remember that it's it's just like putting out and putting on an absolute show for everybody. So I get and, that. Okay. And, yeah, but yeah. but this is why like guys like like Kyrie, like he, he was very very close to being a starter. But that's why like things like that happen. Because so, it, it's a spectacle. I 100% understand that. What highlights is Anthony Davis going to give you? Dunks. Dunks. Blocks. Well, blocks, I mean, everybody's still mad lobs, that he, oh well. he broke the scoring record On in the game. absolutely zero defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and 44 lobs. Give me a second to look over the uh, starters again. You've got LeBron James on that team. You've got Kawhi Leonard. You've got a whole... And obviously, Anthony Davis will make the team. Those highlights are 100% going to be there. It's more interesting to me when you've got a center to a center throwing a lob or a center throwing it across the court. Especially when you've got a dude like Nikola Jokic who throws these ridiculous passes. Exactly. We're going to see the highlights that Anthony Davis is going to provide. He's just about the only center in the league who can throw like behind the back pocket passes to the far corner. Forget behind the back, like the wraparound head. Yeah, no, so I I agree with Patty like to a point where... I, I, like and we we talked about this last week as well. It, it would be really good if that like maybe if the criteria changed in terms of like how you become an all star because like like we said last week like Caruso and like Mallow Taco Fall well, Taco Fall <laughs> like I mean Mallow Mallow shout out Mallow you like m- maybe the the credentials to become an all star do need to change because. And and then in a way, like obviously being a starter would change as well. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you're a starter or a reserve, does it really matter? It's still on the yeah. No way. one says all star starter. They say all star. Exactly. That's I mean, right. I, yeah. and it's the same thing with the East. I mean, you look at obviously, you know, Giannis. We should look into this, I think. But uh, we've got Giannis as the captain, Pascal Siakam, Joel Embiid, Kemba Walker, Trey Young. The only one I've heard Trae any Young? dispute against is, I think, either Pascal Siakam or Trey Young. I mean, Siakam's we, fair. Yeah, Siakam's, no, fair, Siakam's but, fair, but this goes back to Prad's point um, before that. Like, the Raptors are really good and Siakam's really good. Yeah. So he probably should start. But I, I, uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris Middleton. Yeah, Chris Middleton, low-key. I mean, sorry, the Bucks are that good that he only has to play... 28 minutes a game. Yeah, but he's putting up ridiculous numbers yeah. on ridiculous and, efficiency and, in those minutes. And this is the thing that, like, where it goes back again to the credentials. Oh, but Trey Young's doing 30 and 8 or whatever. Yeah, but then we can he's say... He's on the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, and he's playing, you know, 30 whatever minutes a game and taking a bazillion shots with a bazillion usage. Like, And then, and then like you said, we have he's guys like... like the second highest usage. It's pretty high. Right? But yeah, either way, like... It, it, it like Prad's point to me, like it's spot on. But then at the end of the day, you do have to remember it's a spectacle. But then that's where like we we do need to recognise guys like this. Like if Chris Middleton doesn't make the All Star game this year, it's criminal. Uh, no, absolute like, nonsense. The Milwaukee Bucks probably gonna win like like high sixties. 
potential to win 70 games. They are, and and you're telling to... me they're going to have one all-star for the year. Like, like Golden State had, like, four. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> to be fair, those But, four, like, it's yeah, apparent. Yeah. But, but, like, the, Draymond the... Green making it, even then, it was like, no, no, but, like, this guy's the glue. Like, he's still... He, you know, he, he still deserves does to make it. it. But yeah. that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, Chris... There's a lot of players that, like, yeah. deserve to be in the game, but, like, what are they going to provide at the end of the day? It's like, I mean, oh, even... You can even look at it. Kawhi Leonard. You say it's a show, but, like, what, what's he going to do? Great, I mean, get a steal and dunk bro, the ball. Who's, who, who else giving you MJ Kobe mid-range fadeaways? <laughs> Just let me know. And that's what we want. I, I think personally. Jinx has been logging in and voting no, for Chris Middleton. I think the, and I have, Kawhi Leonard every day. I've been voting for him and Jalen. I think the nature of the game, of the All-Star game, has changed over the last two years in particular. Not when they the made better. it a draft. Yeah. The, the last two years, it's been a more competitive... Last year, I think it was more of a blowout, so it was a bit less interesting. The year before, we had it went down to the last possession... And so it was interesting. Yeah, but like it, I feel like it's sort of the same thing, but different ending every single year. Where it's just like, okay, we'll we'll stuff around for three quarters and a bit, and then you know, we'll take it serious at the end. Yeah, and like it's, I mean, yeah, doesn't have the same cachet that it used to. Give me sure. two thousand and two thousand and three All Star game. Every I, day yeah, you were around for that one, weren't you? Five, <laughs> five, five or six years old. I watched yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe and Shaq. Both I do want to MVP. make one point about Trey Young, and that is. There's a lot of people who say, you know, it should be Bradley Beal because he's, you know, been playing on in the league longer and, you know, he's putting yeah, up that's the a stupid argument. Yeah. All I of agree. that aside, number one, he's going to be in the game either way. And number two, Trey Young is putting up better stats. Straight up. Okay, mm. but th- this is what we're just saying. All right, right. You've got guys like uh, Jimmy Butler's probably a, a height above these guys, but like Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, e- even Gordon Hayward's getting votes, Bam Adebayo... Etc. Brad Beal, they're all putting up better stats, like volume-wise, than Chris Middleton. Oh, I don't know about Jimmy Butler. Actually. Should they play ahead of him? Then this is what you're saying. Oh, Trey Young's stats are so good. No, but that's the thing. So it's not just stats, though. I mean, number one, obviously, you know, they're not winning games. But in this case, it is literally the between the so the the, the players that were you know among contention in that case were Trey Young, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine. Neither of these guys' teams are winning games. Yeah, yeah. And this is the difference. Whereas in the last few years, it's generally been like you're a good player on a really good team. You're you're making you're a good shot to make the All Star team. Yeah, yeah, and I like that because at the end of the year as well, like you're not making an All NBA team unless your team's winning games. But see, the the main issue I have with that is it kind of does penalise guys while they have been playing really yeah, well. Yeah, your team can be really bad. And you yeah, exactly. Like, you, yeah. you can't have, like, a top 5, 10 player on a dog shit team. It's possible. Anthony Davis. <laughs> Shout out. I don't want to say it, but okay. Um, <laughs> we know. Okay, so... Real ones know. <laughs> with all of those discussions aside, we do want to run a bit of a uh, draft, so to say. I like this, because finally... KD's not there, so the first pick is up for grabs. So, I do have a, an idea to pitch to you guys, and it's similar to what they do with the coaches right now. Obviously, um, the Warriors were dominant for a long time, so Steve Kerr, he was, you know, the Warriors were the number one seed, but he wasn't allowed to repeat, you know, repeat years. He wasn't allowed to coach for two, two years in a row. I think the same thing should happen with the captains, because Ooh. LeBron has already figured out the system, I think. Um, for what, two years in a row now? I mean, if you pick KD first, I don't care. You shouldn't lose. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, I that... guess a good point, Pratt. I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's 
it was like for example it was much more interesting for the other side thinking about what you know Giannis would do what Steph would do we knew we know that LeBron is trying to get you know he's the guy that he wants to keep so he said that you know in that interview with Kristen Ledler that oh, he doesn't have to pick Anthony Davis he's going to pick Anthony Davis first number one because Anthony Davis is still going to be a free agent and number two because you know he wants hey, to keep leaving but like uh, I, I, he's going to pick him first. It's kind of like almost a given, and so it's going to be a bit boring. Whereas, you take someone like you know, let Luca be the next voted guy, be the you know captain. He doesn't know the league. It's going to be much more interesting uh, to see. You know, I actually agree though. No, it's good, and also the captain doesn't necessarily have to be the best player. How how yeah. how do you define who's the captain though? Oh, it's just the votes, the fan votes. Okay. The, yeah, the, but then the, LeBron's going to get the most votes. That's the thing. Then if you he, go to the next most votes. Yeah. Exactly. What if they've been captain before? You can be captain again, just not in consecutive exactly. years. Exactly. Same, right. like, same thing as like all. Same thing as a mess. Well, I wouldn't mind letting the player from the coaches. Um, like the the coaches who's coaching a side be a captain. I you can do a separate cool. vote for captain. Mm. Yeah, but it'd be similar. I mean, really. From those five. What players. do you I'm, think? Like, I think that no, would just, affect the time, like the, the remove, timeline that they have for maybe what remove remove, remove, remove the week. previous captain. Oh, okay. From but like, court. all right. What about like, for example, this year, like whoever's the coach for the West, like their their guy gets the pick. Mm, but that I mean, but because you can't have consecutive coaches, and that that automatically gives you or maybe just, yeah. consecutive players. Yeah, unless unless they move teams, but like that that could work. Yeah, I was just gonna say, just have the coaches pick the players. Yeah, coaches uh, draft. I, I like think, that. But no, that I could, like that. I think that'd players. be really I th- cool. I think that might. Damn, be no, I really like that. I'm like it, it, these are all just hypothetical Ooh. ideas, but I'm kind of you know a bit iffy about that because the reason this you know entire draft was brought in was because. The players wanted control to make it their game, and so that they're more interested in it. Yeah, but and, and in a turn, it sort of ruined the game. But anyways, yeah. all right. Um, all right. Uh, so now we're going to run a bit of a mock draft with the ten players that have been selected, been voted up so far. So just through the starters, um, we're including LeBron and Giannis in this draft. And the way that we're doing this is a one-two-two-one system. So it's going to be yep. Karan, like Bill, it. Bill, Karan, Karan. Yeah, that's, that's how how the actual All-Star draft should be, because <laughs> the, otherwise it's just nonsense. First otherwise you get, like, every time. you get yeah. KD and James Harden somehow. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a nonsense system. We can actually draft a much fairer team this way. Okay. Okay, you, so you Karan can, with the first yeah, pick. You yeah, can I'm, take my man, aren't you? Yeah, I'm taking Giannis. Okay. Giannis right, right so I, by default, see, I've already lost a pick. <laughs> <laughs> this is hey, why. Hey, hey, you got two picks coming up, though. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to take Luca first. Okay, Luca first, just for that first pick. I, I mean, sorry, LeBron and then Luca. yeah. Okay. So that's my, my two, yeah. Okay, that's, that's fair. And now... Now you get two? Yeah, I get two. So I will take... Damn, you're going to get two. Okay. AD and Kawhi. Damn. AD and Kawhi. Both off the table now. All right, so then... There um, is one West West starter remaining. Yeah, I'm going to take Joel and Jimmy H. Jimmy H. It's Joel and Jimmy H. That leaves me with... Siakam, Kemba, and Trey Young left. Right? Yeah, so I'm going to take... Kemba and Pascal. Right, so then I get Trey Young. So I've got Trey, Luca, LeBron, Kawhi, Jimmy H. It's no, a squad. That's not bad. That's a, that's a, that, that's a, that's a good team. Wait, did but you then... take Joel? No, you no, got sorry, Joel. Sorry, I get Joel. Yeah, you, you got, got Kawhi. You, yeah, you got okay. Joel, yep. So, so I've got 
Giannis, Kawhi, AD, and Kemba. And Pascal. Damn. All right, and then I've got Luca, LeBron, Trey Young, Joel. And Jimmy, and Jimmy H. That's yeah, it'd be a good match. Like See, it. I feel like this would be a better game than if you just went one, two, one, yeah, two, no, one, two. Yeah. That's, that's well, if we did it one, two, one, two, you get the second Gian- picture. You get Giannis yeah. and AD. Then I take Luca. You take Kawhi. That's pretty. You've got then you've got Giannis, Kawhi, and AD. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. There's um, your teams, boys. We'll count their fantasy points for the rest of the week and see who wins <laughs> next week. Yeah. I'm keen. All right, and then when we get. Yeah. Alright, yeah. well, moving right on, we have to talk about our winners and losers for the week. Yes, we uh, yeah. certainly do. Ah, my loser for the week is definitely going to be James Harden. Because I feel like over this, over this past month, really, he's been so bad that his terrible play has taken him out of the MVP discussion. It's not even close, and I don't think... But really? He's, you don't... He's averaging 35 a game and you think he's out of the MVP discussion. That's I, absurd. I, I, I don't think it... Dude, I don't think it's close anymore he's now, He's not man. leading his team to wins. It's now yeah, Russell Westbrook. The, the, team, like, the, yeah, know, the team's not just... winning and the problem is, right? Okay, he, okay, he's playing poorly, but then Russ is also playing well. The team just can't win because he's not playing well. That's fair. So, okay, sure, this means that by the pure definition of the award, this, if anything, boosts his case... Because it means, regardless of how Russell Westbrook does, if Harden doesn't play well, the they're team's not going to win. They're too dependent yeah, on James they, They're Harden. too dependent on James Harden. But, and that, that's probably the most valuable player to his team, right? But then, that's not well, how... clearly, if they're not winning. Yeah, if they're not winning, then just how and much can you rely on the player? No, I mean, his, his, his bad play is really his story. <laughs> he's, been, he's been terrible. Um, there's, there's been four guys in, uh, you know, in league history... Who've shot 17 threes in a game and made two or fewer. Um, is he four of them? I think he's. I think he might be three of them. He's right? three of them. Yeah. Guess who the one is? Clay. Uh, not no, Clay. Clay. Not Clay. Like um, he had. He. He's been on the. Uh, he was on the starters a couple of times on the TV show. Um, he had his own th- theme song. You guys don't watch, didn't watch that, did you? I don't know. Um, Just tell us. Go on. <laughs> 3D. That is Scott. What? He wow. had this one game in 1996. I think this is this is like the kryptonite for Houston, and it has been for like yeah, three years. Yeah, so now. like it's it's it sort of reminds me of like not not a lot, but like of LeBron in a little way in terms of the team is so so reliant on you to yeah. like be amazing, and if you're if you're even like slightly below that, like the team just like all of a sudden like we're not winning. Yep, and um, we we had this discussion before, right? The thing with that kind of system. As long as you've got a player that you can rely on like that, it's yeah. you, you, you can actually we did, succeed yeah, playing we, like yeah, that. We, 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 so we LeBron's did. off games are so rare that you, you can sort of do that with him. He yeah. doesn't really miss time. The games that he misses, they're usually not injury. It's just that he needs maintenance yeah, to, no, fix, I agree. to fix his whatever robot parts he runs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the, the thing with James Harden, right? His play style is so inherently volatile because of how many three-pointers yeah, he I takes. Agree, yeah. but I, mean, I, I don't just... think that you can consistent... Like, in a seven-game series where 
the variance isn't going to equal out over an 82 yeah, game we, season. We spoke about this. He can he, he can shoot you out of a series. Yeah, like he can have like two off nights and like Houston can probably still be good enough to win, but it's like if he has three off nights and Houston everyone else isn't playing well. Yeah, it's, it's no. Golden State 2018 all over again. 27 misses. Yeah. And like it it just really annoys me because he I, doesn't change. Yeah, I, I really thought. I don't think it's him. Like though. people underrate Russell Westbrook so so much. Like, and I really thought like coming into Houston, I'm like, I, I literally told you guys, I was like, I was like Houston gonna win the Western Conference. Like, I was like Russ with with like that firepower. I was like, bro, he's he's been getting like these guys in OKC to to make threes. Like, imagine like giving him like Eric Gordon, Daniel House. You know th- these guys, James Harden, um, Daniel House with the U. Yeah, um, like and Clint Capella, obviously with the inside presence. Like I really thought, like James Harden would be like, yeah, like I- I've got, like I- I'm pretty sure, like of of all like notable players, like Russ's. The main issue is being a lot of the depth being injured as well, so they've had well, to they've call up Eric dudes from the G League. Yeah, well yeah. they've got Eric Gordon back, but it's not like they ask him to do a lot. Like their role's the same no matter what: shoot threes, defend. Even they haven't really defended, but like my whole thing is like you've got Russell Westbrook, like he plays with like the arguably the highest pace in the league in, in terms of like throwing the ball around and <laughs> like physically running, and I just like I really thought Harden would buy into like yeah like I, I need to play more like Steph, KD, Clay like that they beat us. See, from but I feel like I feel like what that just shows is the value of a coach. I don't think Mike. Yeah. Like well, it's Ma- taken Mike, I don't think long. I don't think Mike D'Antoni has been pressing this on hard. He's not made any changes to the system. No, for the and Russ, no, it, Russ it, has had to change himself. Yeah, this, it this, wasn't D'Antoni changing This, this team can't play like it did under Chris Paul, where CP3 is an excellent a floor facilita- general, incredible facilitator, incredible facilitator. I've to say, <laughs> great, great shooter as well. So you can kind of run similar, well, not the same sets, but. You won't have to change similar. your offense too much when Harden's off the floor. Yeah, with I agree. Russ, Russ is not like that. He can't ISO like Harden can. He's not as efficient of a scorer as James Harden. You can't run the same kind of set. You need to change your offense, but it doesn't seem like D'Antoni's been able I'm, to successfully sorry, do that. 100% not planning on changing. I mean, he, I get that, you know, he's talking directly about James Harden, but he's recently made some comments saying, you know, for the first three and a half years he, he, that he's been there, this is the first tough stretch that James Harden has ever had. But that's that's wrong. It's not. It's not, and you it's, know, it's the first started, pro- this year. He started off terribly. It's the first there. prolonged stretch this bad cost, that he's had. No, it's not though. Too, yeah. They start. I mean, even the previous season. Well, yeah, they were. They, they started they were at the terrible. bottom of the ladder. Yeah, but that wasn't because of Harden. He, no, played, he, he was playing well. He was playing well. He was balling. But. He's not planning on changing, and we can see that because the cha- the system didn't change. Yeah, but I, James Harden was playing great, and he decided to be amazing. Yeah, but like like I said, he's got to be amazing. He can't just be great. The yeah. Thi- the thing though with Harden, a lot of people are blaming this so- purely on him, and I don't think it's just on him. Like the the adapting that he, he probably should be doing. I think it's more from a coaching standpoint because this is really a coaching issue. Mike yeah. D'Antoni should be using his authority to say, look, 
We've got Russell Westbrook now. We don't have Chris Paul. We need to start running a different kind of offense yeah, with, you play faster. Chris, like, with you and Russ on the floor. No you really, can't play like yeah, this well, anymore. It's, they tried to be, like, and they, also, this is clearly not working right now. We need to find another well, way to play. Well, they should nearly be top of the West. But, Genuinely. I but mean, see, the, the thing the is... with the hurt them, no doubt. But, yeah. but the, the thing is, though, the way Houston plays, is based on a, it's based on mathematical principles. So the variance is going to even out over an 82-game season. These are all great shooters. James Harden is not going to keep shooting one of 17 from three. It's going to even out. The Rockets are going to start winning a bunch oh, of yeah, games again. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No the doubt. problem is you can't do this in the playoffs. So you've got so much. You've got a seven-game sample size. Losing one game that you should have won yeah, can and cost ceiling, you the series. Your ceiling drops. And the well. absolute major problem is that when you've got this team, when you've got Russell Westbrook in particular, this is a team where you should be able to play fast. But the way well, that they you play do, fast, they do when Russ is on and Harden's And not. another issue with having Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same team, they can both shoot you out of a game. They can. That's it right. needs to start with defense, though. If they can have like you know maybe four you know consecutive successful defensive possessions, and just let Russell Westbrook run down the court, I mean we're going to see that play against the 76ers where he just takes it from one side to the other, and it's either going to be him yamming it on like the entire yeah, team, or, a lob or an open three. Yeah, but they're not playing well on defense either. I, I agree, and I think I think losing Bisdelic was big there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think the big problem as well is like it, when they're both on the court as well, and Russ has the ball. It's like Harden's literally do doing anything. nothing. Just, yeah, like it. He just literally stands at the top of the key, and then it's like it's all on Russ. Like then obviously the defender on Harden, like he he can. CP three had the same issue with Harden. Yeah, no, he, he blew he up at him for yeah, it. No, yeah, and that's fair. Like man, you're one of the best shooters ever. Like run off the ball and like <laughs> like. Remember that video we saw the other day of, of Harden, like, he goes 1-17 and he's shooting after the game. And I literally said, why is he taking catch-and-shoot threes in practice? He never takes them in a game. See, that's the thing. He, but he should. He doesn't like taking catch-and-shoot threes in games. It's a well, problem. I'm <laughs> sorry. Too bad. Like, Russ is catering take, take for you. Take the catch-and-shoot yeah, threes. Yeah, like, Ru Russ is letting you have the ball and, you know, stand there and dance on a defender for 20 seconds and throwing up a three and missing. Like, and then what, you get mad at Russ when, when he goes, like, 10 of 28. Like, what what... I mean, the, so there, the, there's a lot of issues with you know, James Harden. There is one interesting thing I did want to bring up, and it's very strange because when you look at Ben Simmons, we say he needs to take threes. Russell Westbrook has been dropping, uh, you know, his average. He scored 45 without a three. Yeah, but the, the thing with Russ is the three ball, well, he's not the best shooter. But, but he can still make it. It's a threat. It's a threat. Yeah. He's can't... been avoiding the entire shot for the last, what? Three games. Well, he got told to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why, what, no, it's okay. Why are they putting limitations on Russ and Be not Harden? Because the, the problem exactly, is... Exactly, that's the, the point. Because I they're, I, putting, they're putting limitations on Russ saying, hey, don't take threes. But James Harden Russ is still doing the exact yeah. same thing. Right, we, and we, we they're can, not changing that. Okay, so I've got, a, I've got an argument for that. The issue with when Russ starts taking threes, Harden's going to take that same number of threes... Pretty much, pretty much regardless. Right, he's going to take, take at least no, no, 10 for I game. agree with you. I, I don't disagree that... like Because obviously Harden, amazing one-on-one. -on -one, you know, the, the percentage is what it works out to be of him taking you know an ISO 3 are incredible. Especially because like, he gets four-point plays. I, so I think what, what Prad didn't say, but like w was meaning, was like, why are we limiting Russ to not shooting threes, but why are we not saying to Harden, okay, then you, you can't only take... ISO threes. We want yep. you to move off the ball. At, the at least, at was... least from a rocket standpoint, I think the reason is because when Russ starts taking threes, even if he's missing, he's going to keep taking them. <laughs> yeah, the thing I, that, that's once the... it's in his head, it is. But the, but that's what we're saying. Like, how many games of going one of seventeen is it going to take for Harden to be like, oh, 
maybe I shouldn't take an it, a contested ISO three every It's very confusing because you know th- that one of seventeen game, he was eight of twelve from the rest of his field goal attempts. Like, he's really good inside, like, yeah, no, he, no doubt. He's oh, he's also got a lethal mid range game. He just doesn't use it that much. Well, it's like just why, why not? Take a break. Like take a break. That's not how the team plays. Well, it's. I, a, I just think that they're really, really wasting an opportunity, and unless they do something about it, that what you said before is is spot on. That like James one or Harden two is, off nights is really going to cost them in the playoffs. Like, I mean, James Harden is peaking. Like he is in his prime right now. Russell Westbrook is in his prime right now. That's going to continue for a couple of years, sure. But how long can you keep that team together? And then how long can Fragile. you... Fragile. Like, you know, Russ is going to blow up, man, I think. Like, you know, and I don't blame him. Like, he's, his last month... Like, I, I don't understand how, how people are, are happily putting... Like, they're happily putting Harden in the MVP discussion. But then it's like, I'm sorry, but... Russell Westbrook is literally averaging 30-plus, nearly triple-doubling every single night for the Houston Rockets while James Harden goes 1 of 17. It's, it's nonsense. And I think also Harden's point-per-game average this past month, and this is probably why I was looking at him as a loser for this week, because he's been so poor, it's actually dropped below what it was last season where he was hovering around, I think, 37 points per yeah. game. Now it's gone down to, what, 36, 35? Yeah, the, his average there. on the season has gone down. And I mean, over yeah. the last nine games in but particular. But it's not that. It, it's like, he, he can still get 40 a night, but it's it's like, how many shots are you taking? And, and he needs to change If, if you're not getting to the free throw line, which we, we can joke about and say, oh, but he's not that good, blah, blah. He, he takes 100 free throws a game. At least when he's taking free throws, like the other team doesn't have the ball. Yeah, he's not getting to like, the line if, as much yeah, as he no, he's usually not. does. Like, yeah. If you're missing a shot and the other team's rebounding it, that's terrible. An extra that's possession. That's a lost possession. Yeah, yeah, that's a lost no, possession. Yeah, whereas if he gets fouled, it's fine. You're, you're, you're still scoring and the other because team can't score. You can, say <laughs> this, like, you can see the exact difference in Jimmy Butler. He's shooting something like 25% from three, but he's getting like nearly 13 free throws a game. He's doing exactly what... James Harden needs to do. Jimmy Butler, all right, th- this brings it up. Uh, complete aside, I don't like how Harden gets knocked for being a flopper when Jimmy Butler does almost exactly the same thing. Oh, he just yeah, doesn't get as many free throws. He also yeah, plays defense, it's, it's definitely... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's definitely a volume thing. Um, yeah. And I think, the, like, to, to summarize, like, this whole glaring issue of why Harden's a loser is because, like... Man, not a loser, just but for like the, yeah. for in general, like for current current um time is like man, like you're arguably the best scorer we'll ever see. You're in your prime. You have Russell Westbrook for God's sake. What you other Clint Capella? Like man, like sacrifice something f- so that your team can be unbelievable. Like, yeah, like they what, should what, be unbelievable. What other scoring accolades do you want, man? I mean, fair enough. Okay, if you're trying to beat MJ's record, fine. But is that really going to get you the championship? And will that? push your career beyond what a chip could get you. Because I, I think the Rockets... They have enough. They, they do they have really the pieces. They really do. Like, I don't understand, man. Like, Steph Curry's kicked you out of the Western Conference Finals how many years in a row? Look what he did. Like, he got KD. He's an MVP. You just got Russell Westbrook. He's an MVP. Let them do their thing and buy into it. Like, oh, it's, it frustrates me. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, he's, he's I, I feel like this. Up. I feel like this stretch just 
encapsulates the issues. The Houston that, Rockets last yeah. few years, like you can be unbelievable for as long as you want, but as long as the like those down that downside is there and it's so so obvious and so bad, it's they're the definition of a high ceiling, high floor team. No, yeah. low floor. Low team, floor. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that floor is, is very, very low. low. Yeah. I mean, okay. But moving on, who's who have you got for your uh, winner of the week? Uh, winner of the week, Kemba Walker. He oh. beat LeBron. <laughs> Hold on. Who's beat he LeBron for? James for the first time in twenty nine games. Who's he play for? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Homer. <laughs> Shout out Celtics. Hey, oh, we, we, all, we, we also beat the Lakers by 30. I think it's really good for Kemba to finally get it, a win. It's, it's like, 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 how good is it seeing him on a good team now? No, yeah, like, yeah, we he's just about happy. Like, like yeah. it's, it's just a mental thing of like, it, you know, it, like, just it, like it, it probably won't happen, but just imagine like, it's like Celtics Lakers finals and Kemba's like going in like, man, I've never I've beaten literally this guy. never beaten this man. <laughs> like, they're, they're, we can't win. And then now it's like, it, it's just a thing. Like he's, he's beaten him. Yeah. He's I got the monkey really off his cool. back. I think it's really cool. Like, it was a weird stat. <laughs> it's really cool. And it's probably the single most dominating record. head-to-head record yeah. in sports. I think it was the second biggest ever. I can't re- They did talk about it when... when I think there was also it. KD versus LeBron. Whoa. That was going on for a long time. Was it? Um, no, but then... As it, no, it's not, it's, not, it's not like he's not beaten him, but yeah. the oh, head-to-head... In terms of competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Until um, KD joined the Warriors. But yeah, no, and, and just on Kemba, like, I mean, that... can we say he's better than Kyrie now? Now that he's played player, on a good team, yeah. As a player. Um, I, look, I would want to... You, you need Kyrie on a good team too, but the thing is, if yeah, I could choose between I mean. Kyrie and Kemba, I'm taking Kemba. I agree. I yeah. am too. Same. Because and that's my whole point, like... Like for, if, for a good team, yes. If you replace Kemba for Kyrie, I mean, if you replace Kyrie for Kemba, like, to save for his career, like, if they probably still win one ring. The big Cleveland. exception would be if I could put Kyrie next to LeBron, or if it was to pick one of those guys to put next to oh, LeBron, it's Kyrie. Kyrie. It's Kyrie. Because LeBron can actually keep yeah, this dude in okay, check. This <laughs> that, is a different different thing, though. But, yeah. like, I, like, just look at the Brooklyn Nets. Like, they have the, a negative record when Kyrie plays. And this team was really good last year with... D-Lo as an all-star and literally like they made the playoffs yeah I feel and like they've been worse than that with the same far worse I feel like the biggest issue though is that for, with the Nets for example they don't really have someone that can check Kyrie when he's going on his mm. moody swings whereas like the Cavs had LeBron yeah and we, we spoke about this you like, can only act out so much so when there's a dude that much better than you on your team you're saying that basically the only players you can have Kyrie on the same team as are either what Chris Paul or LeBron James because those are the only players who will say hey get your shit together Kawhi. Yeah, I mean Kawhi. Yeah. Maybe. He'll just look at Kawhi and be like, ah, (laughs) probably shouldn't say anything. Kawhi will just be like, give me the ball and move. (laughs) Like, let me, let me. Kawhi probably wouldn't say a word to him. He probably just wouldn't give him the ball. That's very true. But yeah, I, I don't know. I I really like Kemba at Boston. Well, you can play with Draymond Green. I hope they do well, but I hope they don't meet the Bucks. Actually, no, Draymond probably kill him. (laughs) That's a fair point. That'd be, um, that'd be crazy. I do want to bring up a uh, something of a runner-up, I guess. Is this winner or loser? For winners. Winner, winner Utah, yeah. Okay. Utah Jazz. I like it. I They've mean, been really good. 18-2 and two over the last 20. That's oh, ridiculous. It's now 19-2 and two over <laughs> the last 21. They're, they're pushing the, uh, the one seed. Hey, they, they were my smoky pick for this for the season. I'm pretty sure I was in the boat with Tom saying, nah, they're ass. <laughs> but they're really good. <laughs> they're, they're a good they're, team. I think that... But, and I mean, you know, I want to give them all the props first. I mean, you know, they have the, they straight up have the best offensive rating. Which the is league. crazy. The Utah Jazz. Yes. Which is crazy. <laughs> nah. 
It is them. It's better than what in the last one point four over the street. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 not, yeah. not better than that. But no. to yeah, have wow. that, to maintain that over twenty-one games is pretty damn impressive. Well, considering oh, yeah. they'd probably be top for defense too, that's ridiculous. And that's the thing. They They're are one of the best defensive teams in the league. Over yeah. that. Over over yeah. that stretch, they are the, one of the few other teams in the league that's, you know, top 10. They're number six in defensive rating. That's crazy. Hey, Quinn Snyder deserves more props. Oh, he, he does. Absolutely. At right. the same time, I don't want to get too hyped on them. Yeah, I agree because... They've played some pretty bad teams. Like, they... Yeah, yeah. You, you know this. What's the <laughs> streak record? Yeah, I mean, they beat just now Dallas, obviously, but they've just lost Dwight Powell. They and the only other team above 500 that they beat is the LA Clippers. After that, yeah. every team that they've beaten has I been mean, under 500. I mean, it's it's hard though because you can only beat you can player. yeah you can only beat who's in front of you. Um, which... The other thing is though, like any other team, there's a lot of other teams who could have had a similar you know stretch. They are beating the teams that they should be beating. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, like, and that's I, a mark of a good team. Teams yeah, yeah no, I agree. That that's that's literally exactly what Milwaukee and the Lakers have done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and arguably the Clippers in the last you know little yeah. while. But mm. my my whole problem with Utah, like they. They're going to be like Denver a bit like last year and this year where like you're a really good team, but I'm sorry, you just don't have enough to... Do you... They don't have a high enough... They've got a... They don't have a high enough ceiling. Yeah. No, like they'll be competitive and like they they could pinch a few games off the Clippers or the Lakers or whoever in the the playoffs, sorry. But I I think they're just missing a win. Like you've got Donovan Mitchell, really good, like Gobert... Depoy candidate, probably number one or two so far. Um, like even even Conley, just as like a vet defensive guard who can he'll probably come off the bench. I think going going forward. But then it's like, who else is winning you the game? I think they have. I personally, I think they have the pieces that they need. I just think that Donovan Mitchell. He has to go to another level. You think? Yeah, he has to go to just one. Okay. Like he needs one more level because, like in the past two seasons, they've made the playoffs with him, but in the playoffs. He just gets completely lost. See, the thing with Mitchell is... He's... But he didn't have a lot of, like, offensive help. No, he didn't. Exactly. No, Whereas, he didn't. like, Conley's... Having not... Conley's going to help. Well, he's not been good, but yeah, you're right. He'll help. And and Boyan will help a lot. Like, and he's so underrated. Like... And it's kind of like, um, you know what we were mentioning with Ja Morant before? Where he's... Yeah. He... Well, I'd take Zion over him purely because in the playoffs it's showing that... The size yeah, yeah, really yeah, does yeah, matter. You need to be I think, physical. I think that's the issue. That's sort of an issue that Donovan Mitchell has as well. He's not a huge guard. He's kind of like in that D Wade mold, but he doesn't have. Well, he's not D Wade. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. not D Wade. <laughs> that's the is, problem. Who is? Yeah, exactly. John, John Moran might be. He's no, but no, I get, I get what you mean. You, you yeah. get what I mean, right? Like, he's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really. He's hard. probably never going to be like an elite, elite player. Yeah, but I think at his best, he could probably push top ten. I, I think it's just really hard because like and I think you need at least two top ten. I guys. think it's really hard, especially being in the West. Like there's like seven really good teams, yeah. and like at the moment, like Houston are a really good team. They're just not playing well. They're I think they're sixth, maybe nearly seventh. But like imagine you Utah and like you're copying them in the first round after being the second seed. Like good luck. I mean, no, they're, they're definitely... They're probably beating you. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what I mean. Like, it's 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 almost unfair. Like, I, I really think they're just one piece away. I don't know what would require, but... Maybe someone called uh, Jay Crowder? Ooh, no, the long two, the long two specialist. Shout out um, Jay Crowder. 
put on the line. I think, weirdly enough, I think one player that they could consider, um, and I think that they could make something work for both sides, would be Tobias Harris. Oh, yeah. I like that, yeah. Harris has been great this season. He has been. Like, I mean, for, like, considering, you know, reduced role, a lot of talent in Philly, he's not been bad. He's been, he's been great but, this season. like... The problem is still, like, he's got that huge contract. If you get him, suddenly you're stuck with him. Like, you've got your boy Don that, Mitchell. That's it. And, yeah, and then you've got to pay Rudy. That's your ceiling. Yeah, yeah that's, and that's, that's it. And that's where it's really hard, like... Which is why, I mean, if they do get some one of those big players, like, they have to be gunning for it in that season itself. Yeah, I agree. It, uh, it'd have to be this year or next year. I will say one thing, though. Just with most teams, I think we've had this discussion before. I don't think that... Yeah, we do. (laughs) But I don't think winning the championship is always necessarily the goal. No, no. Say you add Tobias Harris, right? Utah, it's not a huge market. Give me a Western Finals. Yeah, exactly. That's huge for them. Yeah, I agree. That'll put asses in seats. That'll make the team money, keep the team profitable. Yeah, I agree. Ownership might be happy with that. Yeah, it's an underrated um, aspect of competing in the league is... Economics. Yeah, and yeah, well, that's right. It's a business first, and and that's why last week I said it'd be really good for the pals to make it. Yeah, so, it's, it's. I don't think yeah. that winning championships is necessarily the most profitable Obviously move for a team yeah, in terms it's of the cash goal. flow. It's the goal, it's, but it's it is yeah. the sporting. There goal. are other things you can you can do to exactly. to win, so to speak. Yeah. Anyways, moving on from the Utah Jazz, that those are our winners and losers for the week. So. With that, we can actually look at our uh, prediction from last week. How do we um, go? I think we all got it wrong except for Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, it's a good start. Was it? Um, the yeah, the game was yeah the, the Memphis Grizzlies versus New Orleans Pelicans. And the Zion Grizz- was not back. Spanked them. It, yeah, it, it they tough. spanked them. It was a ten point win though. Um, but they were up a lot. That, yes, was, that, that was tough. Exactly. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Did we really let Pratt get one up on three? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we'll finish this off within you know this month. Hold on, I'll, I'll take the Zion prediction as a win for me. So <laughs> me and Pratt on one. <laughs> that was a big win though. Zero. Jinx, uh, you're not here, but you're on the zero beans too. on zero as well. Yeah, the, the OG legume. Um, shout out Japan. This coming week, we've got. Uh, <laughs> One marquee game, uh, and that's going to be the LA Clippers versus the LA Cl- Lakers. Clippers. Um, but yeah, I, I like there's, there's, there's no back to backs for any either team. Paul Ooh. George's availability is up in the air. I don't um, think it matters. He's traveling with the Kawhi. team. <laughs> like, he's, he's ridiculous. I mean, uh, like I was talking about the other day, like Ka- Kawhi's record over LeBron's absurd. It's like 22 and 13 or something. Like, for LeBron, like, given... That's, yeah, that's... His teams idea. have been, you know, finals bound for, you know, God knows how many years. Like, it, it's ridiculous. And, like, I, I truly am a believer that Kawhi just has the mental edge over him. I, I think, like, I just think the Clippers, even yeah, with PG out... I've, I've I think got, Clippers, I'll take the Clippers, too, yeah, in this one. Pratty, what about you, Pratt? You we know Jinx will say the Lakers, and, and then the Clippers will be down 10, and he'll be spamming the group chat, like, told you Clippers were frauds, and then, you know, the Clippers <laughs> then, will win by 10, and we'll say, well, Then Jinx. Kawhi comes back, and... Yeah, and then Kawhi happens. We, we know what happens. Kawhi's like, software update kicks in. Ka- Kawhi, the other day, he was like... I think it was like... Fourth two quarter of, package. He was 2 of 10 at halftime, and he finished with, like, 40. I'm he like, does that so often. I was like, like, freak. But oh, I'm like, like, I mean, we we're talking about Harden, but I feel like, unlike Harden, like, Kawhi just has these, like, crazy runs. Like he don't he doesn't miss. Like it's and you know what I think it is? It's it's like when in doubt, that mid range. I think I think matter. at least having that option there yeah, opens yeah. up your offensive. No, game. yeah, no, no doubt. So Pratty, you're you're the only one to not 
I'm gonna, side. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Lakers. I um, okay. I mean, hey, you're just trying to get ahead of us. And I mean, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know. We've got to have some win? sort of loser payout, so we'll sort right, that out so, later. Yeah. All right. So why you got the Lakers? Um, I mean, LeBron has been, you know, casually doing amazing over the last few. What's the Lakers record the last few? Just three and three. But yeah, I thank mean, you. There it is. <sighs> but I mean, like, if Jinx was here, he'd be like, "Yeah, Bill." But look, you know, it's in you, LA. You hate LA LeBron is... and, and blah blah. Like, you hate the Lakers. No, I, I love the Lakers. I. I don't like AD and LeBron, but... Neither does Jinx. Well, <laughs> he doesn't like AD. But my my whole thing is, and it was so obvious against Boston, was the, the Lakers' like problems and weakness is... Interior. Is, yeah, it's it's really like... It, once, once you're like physical with them on defense, it's like, holy shit. Like, they've got nothing. Like, look, Le- LeBron can play through contact, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't like it. AD hates it. Like, he, he, he hates getting hit. See, the, the, the problem with that Boston game, though, is that AD was playing injured. Well, he, he wouldn't want to take yeah. those All right, all right anyway, that's yeah. fair. But then you look at the other teams that have beaten them. Like, the Clippers scrap, man. Like, Milwaukee can be physical. They, they smacked them. They should have won by heaps. Clippers, exact same thing. And, uh, and Yeah, Harold was. Yeah, and that's AD. Like, you're bigger than him. You should put him away. But that's my whole thing. Like, I just think the Clippers, like, they... Patrick Beverly is also an animal. I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> literally. Like, the, the Clippers, like, are an unbelievably talented... That guy's talented... definitely taking some substances. Yeah. Like, they're an unbelievably talented squad, but they can also scrap. And, yeah, and I agree. Max Kellerman actually brought this up the other day, and he said, like, it's not the same, but it reminded him a bit of um, Golden State in 2016 when they won... Um, 73 and 9 and they were playing that last 20 like we, we can't lose we can't lose we have to beat the Bulls record and then um, Steph wasn't healthy yada 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 end up losing the finals be- because of that and I, I, I don't really... know what you're talking about Bill there, there was never that, that season just didn't happen <laughs> yeah. uh, it's strangely the, enough they Russ, cut the, they cut the playoffs MVP that year too. yeah it was really weird yeah, yeah. They, they never uh, even I don't know what you're talking about Bill. strange season but um no and, and like like if you watch the Lakers it, it to me it's a bit like that it's like they're like, every team should play to not lose. But to me, it's like the Lakers are almost scared to lose. And I, I don't know. Like, I, like, just watching them the last week, it's like it's like today. Even today, Philly. Like, Ben Simmons just said, like, I, I don't care who's in front of me. AD, LeBron, you know, Dwight, whatever. Who cares? I'm, I'm too big, too fast, too strong. Like, I think that physicality is a really, really underrated part of the Clippers game. And I think that's why they'll beat them today. Yeah, Kawhi's an absolute... Uh, game's not today, but... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's why yeah, the Ka- Clippers Kawhi's will beat a... them this week and they'll beat them in the playoffs whenever they... It, I think one them. thing that's massively underrated about Kawhi is his physicality. Yeah, he, he's so quiet. That's why no one knows. No, but he... <laughs> he oh, oh, just watching him play, he initiates so much contact. Fights through it. He's, he's, he's a bruising presence. He's very um, underrated at finishing through the all that as well. And... Yeah, and the finals last year really cemented that too. I, I just really think that... And, like, you look at the Lakers. Like, who's their third option? Like, you, you cannot, against the Clippers... You, like, that first game of the year when Danny Green made, like, seven threes, like, that's never happening again. And that was the only reason they were close. Like, you just can't rely on these hey. random role players to go... Bananas. Hey, Danny Green's gone off before. No, no, but, like, every single time yeah. against a team like the Clippers, it's just not going to happen. Like... And then there was like like Kuzma, like he went bananas. I think it was against Milwaukee. Kuzma's 
The but thing like, with Kuzma, and he's almost, I guess, a big part of the reason why I did pick the Lakers, is that uh, in the previous matchup, well, he wasn't there, but recently he's at least had the opportunity to play and sort of be, but he's been a, a bit more consistent. Option. Yeah, I mean, he's been like significantly waxed. more consistent over the Shout last. Shout out Matisse title. <laughs> essentially, since <laughs> what? Since AD went down, he's been a lot more consistent. Whether yeah, he's been sure. off the bench, um, I think he very much will be the third scoring option that the Lakers need, and that would be like at you least he'll be a good consistent third scorer. I don't think so, and I think that's why. Like, I think that's why the yeah. they can't beat the Clippers in seven. That's just why. That's literally it. Yeah, I'm but it's okay. But, but for the week, I don't. I think Clippers you can go either way. I mean, Kawhi's been going bananas, and the Lakers have like have sort of slipped just slightly. Like this would be a good game to get back though. Well, oh, of course, it's out. Is it a is it a Lakers home game? Yeah, that's I the other. It thing. I mean, it's it's at LA, it's so it's basically an LA Lakers home game. <laughs> it's LA, but so it's always going to be a Lakers home game. Kawhi, LeBron, I'm going. Yeah, Clippers, 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 Lakers. Jinx will take Lakers. So. No, no, Jinx will say Clippers, but he actually thinks the Lakers. That's true. He'll just want to be like, in case Clippers win. Oh, yeah. He can't so lose in that case. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, the Lakers won. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hate the Lakers. That's our show. That's the end of the episode. That's a wrap. Enjoy the bean car. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a lovely all, week. All five of you. Shout out your <laughs> tower posting. <laughs> Have a great week. Have a great Australia Day. Don't do anything that we wouldn't. We Just would do a lot of things. Death, though, and we tax. Would. Thank you.